Hello, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Capsule. Here we open the capsule on several health conditions and concerns that may help you gain knowledge to better your well-being. How's it going now? Uh, not too bad today. Uh, finished yeah. work in like last two hours ago, so still nice. pretty tired. How about you? Uh, same, yeah, just a couple hours ago. Hi. How's your... Uh, yeah, I heard you had a bit of a sore throat during the week last week. Yeah, that, that was a big scare actually. So I pretty much had sore throat for like three, four days, and Ooh, then okay. I I was at work for those during that period, and then Ooh. on Good Friday I start coughing, having like dry cough. Okay. So I was like, um, yeah, might might just get tested because you never mm. know. I could be one of those that have mild symptoms but still a carrier yeah. of COVID. So I uh, rock up to Fiona Stanley. It's surprisingly mm. quick. I thought there'd be like a long queue outside. A few hours, yeah. But yeah, I pretty much uh, rock up, just walk in, and then in and out within 10 minutes. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yes. So quick. basically, uh, I just, they set up a tent outside a building. So I just sent, mm. a, I, I stood in a tent, and then they would just ask me some question about myself, blah, blah, blah. What do I do? What sort of mm. symptoms I have? And then they send me to the next, it's like inside the building, uh, there's a mm-hmm. room. And then I sit there, they do all the vitals on me, like the oxygen, my mm-hmm. pulse, my temperatures. And then they do the swap. The swap is yeah. gross. So like, it, it, you you know what type of swap? It's like, it's like they use like the, the stick and then they swap your throat and your nose. Oh. Very deep inside, it's like, Gagging, gagging with oh okay. Yeah, that like they before they put the stick in, they told me that like if you have to cough or anything, just make sure you face away, like don't don't cough at at the stuff. But then like I I didn't cough, but then like man, it's so hard to turn away like straight away. It's just hard. Is this while they're swabbing you? They're saying if you need to cough, just turn away. Uh, before that, they they give me. Oh, before. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And then uh, they told me the result like two, three days. So I got it two days after. It's negative. Yeah. So it's not. Bad. Uh, okay. Safe, safe. Yeah, but but got a day off from it, so not too bad. You know? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Extreme. even on Good Friday, they were still pretty effective, efficient. Yeah, it's well. I suppose Good Friday, everyone stay. I don't know. They stay home or they sneakily mm. go to other people's house, but. Yes, yeah. no, not many people. So they gave me a mask, so free mask. Oh, uh, nice, nice. And yeah, so, so I just rock up there. It's it's really quick process. Simple. Okay. Yeah. So I guess if anyone has those, just don't hesitate. Yeah, don't hesitate. And and I'm like, like you know, with the stat today, like I think only three new cases, but none of them are like yeah. uh, community transmission. They was looking mm. into loosening the restriction but in order for them to do that they have to like be able to do more testing so they're going to expand the criteria for the testing oh yeah and i think they need some sort of test that to be faster oh really oh i think not take two to three days yeah two three days too long like there's some tests it take like 20 minutes half an hour in other Mm -hmm. country and i'm pretty sure in uh, australia there's some company that also doing that as well so hopefully you never know well, that vision should be up there. But yeah. Speaking can, of uh, uh, vision, you mean the mm-hmm. Marvel vision? 
Oh, no, it wasn't, but yeah, sure, let's talk about him. Uh, now, so we're going to talk about the vision, to, uh, like uh, one of the topics that quite big and one of the most actually not, is a condition that not many people heard of, but it's actually quite common, is called macular degeneration. Uh, it's a condition where you're going to start losing vision in your eye. But before we go deep into that condition, we're going to talk a little bit about the anatomy of the eye. And then from there, we can take it to the macular degenerations. So amongst all the five senses, uh, vision is by far one of the most used one. And it's quite, it's very, very important. Actually, it, like think about it. If you can't see things, you know, hard to do daily tasks. Uh, it's one of the primary means that we use to gather information from our surrounding. Uh, more than 75% of the information we receive about the world around us consists of visual information. Uh, the eye is, is considered as the camera. So each gathers light and then transforms that light into a picture. Both also have lenses to focus uh, the incoming light. Just as camera focuses light onto the film to create pictures, the eye focuses light onto a specialized layer of the cells called retina to produce an image. So you want to start with the first structures of the eye? Yep, so the first thing we have is the orbit. So the orbit is the bony eye socket of the skull, and it's formed by the cheekbone, the forehead, the temple, and the side of your nose. So the eye is cushioned within the orbit by pads of fat, and also the eyeball itself. The orbit contains the muscle that moves the eye, blood vessels and nerves. So the orbit also contains the lacrimal gland that is, you can find that under the outer portion of your upper eyelid. So that particular gland produces the tears that help you lubricate and moisten your eye. And it also flushes away any foreign matter that might enter the eye. So the tears drain away from the eye through the nasolacrimal duct, which is also located at the inner corner of your eye. Yeah. So we've got another defense here as well. <laughs> uh, and then the next one is the eyelids and eyelashes, which is pretty self-explanatory. So the eyelids serve to protect the eye from foreign material, such as dust, dirt, other debris, as well as like bright light that might damage the eye. When you bling, the eyelids also help spread the tears over the surface of your eyes just to make sure that it keeps moist and comfortable. Uh, the eyelashes help filter out foreign material, uh, including dust and debris, and prevent this from getting to the eye. So they're quite similar. The main thing is to protect your eyes from like big particles from getting inside it. It's quite ironic when the eyelash itself goes in your eye. Oh. When it's meant to be stopping things from going in your eye. Like, do, do you ever get like eyelash inside your eye and take like days just to get out? Uh, not days, but a painful few couple of minutes. Does yours take a while? Well, I don't know whether it's eyelash or something, but it's like I, I definitely feel it's eyelash. It's sometimes it's like take me like at least a day or two for I feel for me to feel normal. Huh? I don't know. Okay. So it, even <sighs> after I rinse it with. Like salt, saline water is still feel yeah. something there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Not the expert. Might need to check it out with an optometrist. Probably should. <laughs> Do you know that human eyes blink 
on average four millions times a year. A year, okay. Yeah, so like if if I give you a one, like uh, no, actually, don't worry about it. Forget about it. Anyway, moving on. So the next part is the conjunctiva. So this is a thin, transparent layer of tissue covering the front of your eye, including the sclera, which we'll go into later, and the insides of your eyelids. So the conjunctiva keeps bacteria and foreign material from getting behind the eye, and it contains visible blood vessels that you can see against the white background of the sclera. Yeah, uh, but it's also a place where normally you get like a lot of infections, like... Uh, bacteria, uh, virus infection, but we'll, we'll talk about it on another day. Uh, the next part of the eye is uh, sclera. So it's a white part of the eye that one sees when looking at oneself in the mirror. It's the front part of the sclera. So, however, the sclera is a, it's like a tough leather-like tissue extend around the eye, so it's not just a front bit. Uh, it's like an eggshell surround eggs and give an egg its shape, the sclera surrounds the eye and give the eye its shape. The extraocular muscle attached to the sclera, so this muscle help pull the sclera to uh, cause the eye to move like left, right, up, down, and diagonally, or even around. I can't do it. <laughs> Can you? Well, look around. No, like your eye to like spin all the way around, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know that, like, go all around, like, like um, to to a certain angle so that you can't even see the iris or the pupil. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like all white, no black. Oh, right, like when you look in the mirror and it's like, yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I've been told not to do it because apparently it looks too scary. All right. All right. So next we've got the anterior chamber. So this is a fluid-filled space which is just behind the cornea and in front of the iris. So the fluid that fills this chamber is called the aqueous humor. <laughs> the aqueous humor helps to also nourish the cornea and the lenses. Interesting. Uh, yep. And then the next part is the anterior. Uh, the it's sort of still part of the anterior chamber, but it's anterior chamber angles and trabecular meshwork. So the these two are located where the cornea meet the iris. So the trabecular meshwork is important because it is the area where the aqueous humors drain out of the eye. So you don't want to keep too much fluid like uh, matter inside the uh, the chamber. So if the aqueous humus uh, cannot be drained out properly, the pressure can build up inside the eye and cause damage to the nerve inside and vision loss, which commonly known as glaucoma. But that will be another big topic for another day. Next, we've got the cornea. So it's transparent, clear layer at the front and center of your eye. So it's actually so clear that you might not actually realize it's there. It's located just in front of the iris, and which is the colored part of the eye, which we'll go into next. 
Yeah. So the main purpose of the cornea is to help focus the light as it enters the eye. So if you wear contact lenses, which I'm doing right now, it's a little fun fact, your contact lens actually rests on the cornea. Wait, I don't, I, I don't know you wear contacts. What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got them a few months ago. So I was like... Ah, uh, bro. Because, you know, we all have to stay indoors. Like, so there's no point wearing contacts inside, yeah. so I just wear glasses. Do you uh, use the uh, Fortnite one or the... Uh, no, I'm not dailies. Daily? Ah, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, just to play it safe. Fair enough. Uh, so the next one is the iris and the pupil. Very uh, popular. So the iris, which is the color part of the eyes, control the amount of light that get inside your eyes. So the iris is like a ring-shaped tissue with the central opening, which is the pupil. So... When they when the iris contract, cause the pupil to constrict as well. So basically, like becomes smaller. This occurs when there's a bright light, and uh, there's another set of muscle of the iris that uh, radiate outward of the pupil. So when this happens, the pupil dilates, and this occurs under the like lower light uh, condition or in the dark. Uh, another fun fact about darkness. Uh, do you know the night vision of tiger is six times better than humans? Ooh. Oh, is this like from, what's that movie? Was it the interview? The tiger that... Oh, yeah. The Siber- oh, was true, it Siberian true, true. tiger? Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, and then the missile go up thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, so apparently like your pupil dilates when you see something you like. So usually... Ooh. Is that what happens? All right, all right, mm. pizza. Fine, fine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yep. <laughs> move on from Usually there. Pizza and chocolate. Uh, not so much chocolate for me, but oh really? Yeah, more of ice cream. Ice cream. Ah, right, nice, nice. Alrighty. So we had the anterior chamber previously. Now we have got the posterior chamber. So this is the fluid fill space immediately behind the iris, but in front of the lens. So the fluid that fills this chamber is also aqueous humor which also helps to nourish the cornea and the lens. All right. So after that bit, we got the lens. So the lens is, is the clear, flexible structure that is located just behind the iris and the pupil. So a ring of muscular tissue called the ciliary body surrounds the lens and is connected to the lens by fine fibers called zonules. Together, they, the lens and the cellular body help control the focusing of the light that pass through the eyes. Um, and together with the cornea as well, fun- they function to focus the light on onto the retina. Next, we have the vitreous cavity. So this is located behind the lens and in front of the retina. And it's filled with a gel-like fluid called the vitreous humor. So this helps maintain the shape of the eye. Yep. Uh, and the next bit is is a very important part inside the eye. So it's including the retina, macula, and choroid. So the retina acts like the film in the camera to create an image. So when the focus light strikes the retina, there's a bunch of chemical reactions occur. So this chemical reaction will 
produce uh, signals, electrical signals, which will be transmitted through nerve into the optic nerve. Uh, and then they'll carry this signal to the brain and where they process, uh, turn into the images. So visual association area of the brain further processes signal to make them understandable within the correct context. So the retina has two types of cell that initiate this type of chemical reactions. So these cells are termed photoreceptors and two distinct types of the cells are the rods and the cones. So the rods are more sensitive to light. So therefore they allow people to see low light situations but do not allow to see color. Um, so like people who are colorblind normally have an issue with this one but the cones as well. So the cones is, on the other hand, allow people to see color, but require more light. Uh, the macula is located in the central part of the retina and has the highest concentration of cones. It is like the areas of the retina that is responsible for providing sharp central vision. And right is a layer of tissue that lines between the uh, retina and the sclera so it is mostly made up of blood vessel so the choroid help to nourish the retina so keep try to if you want to keep something from this is this part because it's quite heavily related to the macular degenerations so in summary like the eye is a very very complex uh, organs of the body uh, and they do a lot of thing under the like in the background, so it's yeah. very important. Okay, okay. now so, to the uh, actual topic. Actual topic. So it's is a very, uh, is a very important things that you know about the condition because it's happened quite often. Mm. Uh, so you want to start off, Ishan? Yep, so macular degeneration is also known as age-related macular degeneration, or abbreviated to AMD. So this is the leading cause of legal blindness in Australia. So it's responsible for 50% of all cases of blindness. So it's usually related to aging and most frequently affects people over the age of 50. However, it's not a normal or inevitable consequence of aging, which is relieving but yeah the fact is it does happen quite often it's actually quite often because um uh the i uh so during my internship i was working the mm. pharmacy so there's a eye clinic that's nearby oh yeah uh, so we pretty much supply medication to them and because mm. every week we supply a whole bunch of medication and from what I've observed, there's a lot of cases of macular degeneration every week. Like there's so much medication for those people. Uh, but uh, I will talk about the medication part after. So what happened is uh, macular degeneration is the disease that affects the retina. So especially the retinal pigment epitheliums. So this is the layer of the cell underneath the retina. So the RPE, which is the retinal pigment epithelium, is like a wall or the barrier that is responsible for passing oxygen, sugars, and other nutrients up to the retina. So, and also help like remove waste down to the blood vessel as well. So there's no like clock up or build up of waste. Uh, 
it also like a barrier between the choroid and the retina. So if you call, recall, the choroid is where a lot of blood vessels are in there. Um, so the first stage, which is the early stage of the macular degenerations, are the best time to detect the disease because the earlier you detect it, the less chance it has like, severe effect on you. So this is when the waste products from the retina build up uh, beneath the RPE la uh, layers and form yellow spot called drusen. So small amount of drusen, not necessary, can cause much of the problems or symptoms. Uh, not everyone with drusen will lose the vision. However, it's the existence of it increase the chance of you getting macular degenerations and then vision loss afterward. Um, and then we got the later stage. Yeah, so this is where people in the later stage will experience the loss of vision. And this occurs because the RPE cells die or because they actually uh, fail to prevent blood vessels from the choroid from growing under the retinol. So this stage can be also further uh, divided into a couple of more stages. So you've got your dry atrophic macular degeneration or wet, which is also known as neovascular macular degeneration. So your dry is when your RPE cells die, the retinal cells above them also die. So this leads to patches of missing retinal. So it's also called geographic atrophy or dry macular degeneration, which is a slow form of the disease and it causes a gradual loss of the vision. So this probably accounts for about one third of all the cases of late stage macular degeneration. So some people who have dry macular degeneration can later develop the more aggressive wet form. So this makes it more important to report any sudden changes in vision um, to your optometrist just as a matter of urgency because any delay in treatment can risk in further vision loss. So then you've got the wet, which is also a neovascular. So this is the most severe form of the disease. So every year, about 21,000 new cases are diagnosed in Australia. Most of them probably near your intern area, hey? Yeah. So the vision changes associated with wet macular degeneration are often sudden and severe. So it occurs when the RPE cell cells fail to stop uh, choroidal oh, blood. Cell, <laughs> blood vessels yeah. from growing under the retina yeah. and the pro proliferation of abnormal blood vessels in the retina is stimulated by vascular endothelial growth factor also known as VEGF and this growth is called choroidal neovascularization or CMV so the rapidly growing vessels are fragile with leaky walls and they ooze fluid and blood under the retina. So this can lead to scarring and severe loss of central vision, which if it's left untreated can become permanent, which is yeah. quite scary to just think about. Yeah, pretty scary and it's quite common. So it's got to keep an eye out. So that's why the early detection is very critical uh, to saving your vision. So difficulty with vision should like never be dismissed. Like whether it's macular degeneration or anything at all. Like if you your vision uh, vision have problems, you gotta go check it out straight away. Um, 
in in the early stages macular de degeneration may not result in noticeable visual symptoms but it can be detected with eye examination uh the earlier that macular degeneration is detected the earlier that step can be undertaken to help slow it down or save the site to treatment or lifestyle modification uh and yeah so uh like i think in australia you get that you used to be able to get a free one free uh eye test every year mm, but yeah, now it's every so. three years unless you have like some issue then you can get a free one again i think uh, so really yeah because yeah. i'm pretty sure like because i keep getting messages each year saying your eye check is due yeah like this is like for bulk bill so oh right, right. yeah okay. for bulk billing purpose so if you don't want to spend money then that's how it is mm. oh okay all right okay. so what causes this big issue so the cause is not known at the moment but it is more common in people who smoke or are overweight um you eat unhealthy diet or have a condition that affects the blood vessels so such as high cholesterol or diabetes so they don't know the cause but if they're finding that that's the general trend then basically work on those if you have any of those conditions so the macular degeneration prevention so simple as it sounds but we'll still go through it so you might not be able to reduce your risk of developing it or or stop the vision loss but it helps if you stop smoking which is something we've gone through quite a few episodes uh, making sure your blood pressure is normal eating a diet rich in fruit vegetables and omega-3 fats uh, wearing a hat and sunglasses when you're exposed to sunlight uh, living a healthy life by controlling your weight and exercising regularly which is a bit tricky at the moment but i mean you can exercise ways. at home yeah yeah uh, i recently just today i added water to you know the three liter milk jugs oh yeah yep yeah, yeah i so am yeah so i i've got one of those silver rods that you have in the gym Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't have the weights, so I just use the milk jugs. Fair enough. So I just keep attaching those on. Yeah. And I, the last one you can. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no. Uh, I've just been uh, like using uh, Ong's um, gym equipment because he oh, bought like did he order? yeah, yeah. He he ordered the whole power rack with a bar and stuff. So why not? Oh, nice. Yeah, may as well. Yep, yeah, and uh, last your last point is. Yep taking antioxidant supplements under the guidance of your doctor or a naturopath. So just make sure they know about that. Yeah. So I think the most common antioxidant for this purpose is like vitamin C, E, and then beta carotene. And you mm -hmm. take zinc as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, check with your health professional about that. Yeah. Um, so in terms of treatment, so there's not really any cure at the moment for macular degeneration so the treatment is all about preventing further loss of eyesight and maintaining independence for as long as possible uh it's very important to prevent like further damage uh in wet macular degeneration the most common treatment now is like regular injections of medication into the back of the eye that might sound scary and painful but it's actually not painful i never had one but when i ask people about it they say uh, not much feeling there um mm. and that help reduce inflammation and leakage of blood and fluid 
So the two most common injection that people are using right now, not just Australia, but around the world, are Ranibizumab. The brand name is Lucentis. And uh, Aflibercep, which is uh, uh, Ilia. So those two, uh, not sure if you remember from one of our episodes, we mentioned these, are the, these two drugs are in the top 10 medications okay. yeah. in PBS. So uh, Aflibercep is number two and Ranbizumab is number seven. So you can see there that a lot of people use it. It's quite a common problem. So how they work is they are the inhibitor of the VEGF uh, when we mentioned earlier. So the vascular endo, endothelial growth factor so to prevent like uh, the productions of new blood vessel like the abnormal one, the one that causes leakage. Yeah. Uh, so at the moment, those are the two. But uh, from what I remember, there's a new one that's in clinical trials as well. It's, I think is past phase two trial, which means that nice. it has very potential. So it might be, uh, I think they proceed to phase three soon. So hopefully it will come out. Uh, mm. Like the result wise, when that new one used alongside with Lucentis and Alia is very promising. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much macular degeneration in a capsule. Again, very big topic. Uh, and there's a lot more condition to the eye, which we probably will cover in another episode. Uh, do you have anything else to say? No, that's pretty good. That's good. So uh, if you have any questions, again, please uh, email us at uh, Breaking the Capsule. Sorry, contact at breakingthecapsule.com. Uh, follow us on our social and give us a subscription if you like the episode. And we'll see you again next week. Bye. See you then. Bye. All of the information provided on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have any questions, please see your healthcare professional.